Chapter 16 Skatelbergen In the mid-of-morning, the esteemed Edgar A. Poe had finished his tea, waiting for the guide, Joseph Callaman, to accompany him to his farm. He still could not get used to the notion, but it reminded Poe of that last night in Bethlehem, where he found himself without shelter, how it made him feel to have nothing, no hope, and he quickly said his thanks to whatever god he imagined serving, before being robbed of his memory. As he sat in the horse-carriage that took him out toward Stellenbosch, the tall man contemplated his luck, his destiny, and why he was set on this path. Seated beneath his logical findings, there loomed a grateful sliver that had him thinking. Perhaps he lost his memory as a favor from the gods. Maybe he had to lose his memory, his sense of self, to repent for whatever he had been before. And so Poe decided to see his clean slate as a second chance enforced on him for the good of others a merciful gesture from the universe around him, to gift him the ability to start over and not be who he used to be, no matter what the cost. Besides, if only nightmarish images reminded him of his previous existence, maybe he was better off as far from it as he was. Maybe he was better off as another man altogether. An hour and a half later they ascended the last hillock, and Joseph looked back at the quiet man he was paid to bring to the ill-favored farm his people had feared, for some years now. Mr. Poe, he said, without taking his eyes off the perilous travel trail his horses walked. Are you sure you want to live out here, sir? Poe looked at him with calm contentment. Yes, my good man, I am certain. You would not understand this, perhaps, but I need some solitude and a good place to rest for a while. He smiled, and combed the area they rode through. About him lay the silent mountain ranges with breathtaking greenery and good soil any farmer would envy. Not precisely woodland, the rolling green hills made for quite an idyllic existence, especially for a man who could not tame his dreams, who did not know his own heart. We should be there any moment, sir, Joseph said without much emotion. But Edgar could see that the man's heart weighed heavily on him. Tell me about the farm, Calaman, Poe said seriously, craving a cigar, but tucking the lust away beyond his reach. "'It's a farm, sir. How much more can be said for it?' the man said sincerely. But his passenger was no fool. "'Calaman, do not take me for an idiot. Your eyes betray you. Now tell me what is bound to this place, if you please,' the dark-eyed man with the wild, long hair insisted, and his tone felt all too familiar to old Joseph, who had been exposed of his feelings like that before by one Lord Bain of London Town. It made him shiver inside to be so naked before the perception of a sharp man.' and therefore he employed his most tactful methods to please the second owner of this wretched land. We just—he uh, uh, hesitated to say it, but he did. We hate this place, Mr. Poe. Although he could already feel this manner of judgment from the guide, Poe was still slightly taken aback by the man's honesty. Why? he asked, and looked across the untamed beauty of the land, lying around him like a spread of green carpet mended by brown strands of dirt roads or lines of trees, which served as windbreakers for the crops that lay between them. "'I suppose it is just uh, superstition, sir,' the guide started. "'But uh, since I was a child there have been stories about this farm my mother and my grandmother would tell, even my aunties, while we waited for sleep in the lights of candles. I don't mind telling you the very name Skadelbergen was synonymous with evil to our immediate forefathers.' We were never told why precisely, but so it is, I suppose, he seemed to say within a dream. 
his eyes on the road, and his soul gripped in some terror from his childhood. Poe decided not to probe him any further, and dropped his eyes to his luggage, where his attention settled on the large trunk Mrs. Lawrence had given him, the former possession of Lena Fortune, and keeper of his unexpected future in a strange land. He held fast to the side of the wagon as it labored uphill, wasting the horses almost completely as they dragged the wooden cart over the summit of the small hill. "'There's your new home, Mr. Poe,' Joseph's raspy old voice announced. And Poe even detected an air of sympathetic glee, for his sake, in the old man's tone. Edgar looked to where Joseph pointed and was pleased beyond words to see that the residence was impressive in size and style. He had quite truthfully expected a modest cottage, or at most a common home of average size, but what he saw, obscured behind a cluster of tall and lush trees at the foot of a rocky mountain, pleased him immensely. Hidden behind the green brush and forest stood a strangely designed house, 